you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. But right now, it's all about Super Rugby, and we're going to get Kieran Reid on the line. And I'm thankful and grateful that he's found the time for us here on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. As we've discussed, there's plenty to get stuck into in the world of Super Rugby after the latest round. And the game is changing in front of us. Kieran Reid, captain of the Crusaders and the All Blacks for a long time. He's on the line with us to share his insights and what unfolded on Saturday afternoon in that final play. Rito, good morning. Yes, we did. No worries at all. Ah, we got him. Rito. Good morning. How are you? How are we going? Yeah, morning. Good. How are we going? Morning. Good, bud. Good. Thanks for, thanks for joining. We've been um, debating... That last minute, that, that that decision, the line out in the corner, and you're a man that has been in many a line outs. You know what's unfolded. Was that the right decision? I've said it was a fair game because Scott Barrett's going for the ball, Nadi for Savia. They both got hands on the ball, but there's a little moment for the play when Scotty might have touched his arm. For you, what what's your final thoughts on that? Yeah, final play, a, mate? like it is a tough one. I think. Um... You know, technically you're not allowed to touch anyone, but I think in every line-out there's a bit of hustle and bustle. But I, I, I see um, a collapse more. You can lie there and, and hold on to it. So I think the ref got it right on that occasion. There you go, Kempe. What do you got to say? Hey, Rito, it's Kempe, mate. But like you said, touch, hey, like you said, touch and go. Like, would in a review... And you've just you basically answered the question yourself. You said, "Well, you, you know, you you've got to keep your hands off him. You're not allowed to not allowed to touch him." Is that the first? Was that the first action? You put your hand on the shoulder. Isn't yeah. that an instant penalty? Yeah, it's it's a oh, like I don't I don't think it should be a penalty. I think it's just the case of competing. But um, you know, I, I'd say the Hurricanes, you know, if they had the momentum, should have taken the shot, gone to gone to Golden Point and tried to win it that way. I would have imagined, um, rather than go to a mall against a Crusaders team that doesn't, you know, hasn't led in a mall for a very long time. So, um, you know, that's probably the decision I would say maybe wasn't quite right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we've been talking about that decision too and, and just kind of, you saw Corey Jane run on the field and coming from higher above and then kicking to the corner. You're right. And, and I want to ask you about the yep. mall, mate. Like the mall has been a topical conversation in the last couple of weeks. You saw the Highlanders and their effectiveness on Friday night to get those rolling more tries, but people have come out and stated that it is tarnishing the game or, or potentially it is slowing the game down and it's just a, a, a simple way for teams to be effectiveness. But then you look on the other side and with the Crusaders, do, do you think that the rolling more still has a place in the game in, in the game of rugby? Yeah, I think it does. You know, I think it's the same as the scrum. You, know, you can be a bit frustrated with you know, resets in a scrum, but a mall lends itself to having different body shapes on the field. You know, if we didn't have a mall, didn't have a line out and a um, and a scrum, you w- you wouldn't need props and and these big uh, giraffes. You know, to, to jump for the board, everyone would be, <laughs> uh, you know, your Will Jordans and your um, Bowden Barretts and things, wouldn't you, around the field? So, um, yeah. you know, I think that's the great thing about what it does. You know, the mall, 
you know, I, I watch malls and you kind of look at some of them and you go, oh, you know, whether that was just a tactical thing from um, a team defending or maybe just their mindset trying to, you know, you've got to have a pretty strong mindset to stop a stop a rolling more close to your line, you know, it's got to be uh, all out attack and, and you've got to be pretty uh, physical and, and put your body on the line. So, um, you know, a lot of occasions some teams just don't quite get that right. Hey, great great insight, Kieran, especially around the decision um, and taking it to Golden Point, uh, point made. Um I just want to ask this question. I've always, I've, I've always understood it to be the uh, the way that it happened. But when you're captain of the All Blacks, for instance, you're the leader. Do you sit down with the coaches when the, and around the selections of the side and actually get to say who plays alongside you? Is does is that how it works? Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, so I, I stayed completely out of the selection, um, you know, process. And it was yeah, it was up to the coaches, up to the selection, um, you know, team who who did that. Yeah, I, I preferred to stay out, and I backed my whole squad, so um, it didn't really matter who was who was out there um, playing for us. Yeah. Nice, nice video. Oh, well, uh, you're on the sidelines now, mate. You're playing a bit of golf. You're doing a bit of a leadership course. Um, how you been, mate? How you finding stepping away from the game and, and sitting back in family time? You enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah, I am, mate. I am. It's been good, you know, keeping an eye on, on the footy and doing a little bit of work for Sky with you, mate, and, and enjoying it, um, which has been great. And then doing a little bit of stuff as well on, on my own stuff. So it's kieranreed.co.nz. You know, wants to go and check it out, see what I'm up to. Um, and so, yeah, just, just, you know, enjoying the time to do that um, kind of work. And then, uh, yeah, time with the family as well. Nice, mate. Well, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the game of rugby and where it's at as, as a brand and, and, and the game where it's trajecting at the moment. For you where, do you, where do you see rugby sitting? Are you happy with how it's been played, how it's been officiating, or would you feel like there's still a lot of room for improvement in, in certain areas, and what are those areas? Yeah, I, I think there is a, a plenty of improvement there. Eh? Like it's, um, you know, I kind of... I think down here it's it's over officiated. Um, you know, mm. definitely Super Rugby's felt that way, um, and it slows down the whole product mm. and and TMO and the time it takes. Like if I look at the NRL for an example, you know, like a team scores a try and by the time the kick is ready or you know the bunkers made the decision, whereas we waste two minutes while we muck around before we make a decision to go upstairs, and then it's another two minutes to make the decision. So I think that's mm. that's not right in uh, in rugby, and then. Um, yeah, perhaps if I look up to the Six Nations, it was kind of the opposite, where basically it was a free for all and rucks, and and uh, it becomes a pretty slow affair. So um, it's getting the mix right there. Um, I remember it used to be refs just used to have the chance to go out and express themselves as a ref and just let the game flow. Mm. And I think that's where it's got to go back to potentially. Hey, Karen, I always knew you were a league player in all black jersey, so well said there about the refereeing. <laughs> um, <laughs> What, what about what about the Blues, mate? What do you what do you take on them sneaking under the radar and and uh, telling the Chiefs up by twenty five nil on the weekend? How do you think they're travelling? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That um, you know, probably more so the zero that they put the, put on you know left on the Chiefs. So mm. um, it's yeah, I wasn't sure about the Blues. I thought maybe they'd just been sneaking away with a few, um, but you know, I think our Bodie back probably adds a, adds a lot to their team. Um, and 
I think there's still a little bit of, you know, they get put under pressure. I think um, their forwards will have to really step up, um, you know, because they've been going on the front foot a lot um, in the last few weeks. So that's a test, and it'll be a big one this weekend. I think it's Crusaders. So, um, yeah, we'll see, see how that goes. And just take us, you know, interesting, as you said, you're doing a leadership um, course there. Just take us through the the breathing that you've led the whole of the NRL through because you introduced it to the Warriors and I watch every single NRL team and they're doing the Karen Reed breathing. Just take just take us through that, mate. Do you, do you, get, do you like get goosebumps when you see every team doing it? You on commission? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I definitely should be. I don't, I don't, I don't know they're all doing it, but... um. It's uh, you know, you, it's, I see some some clubs do it, and I'm like, well, I don't think it's quite the right way of, of doing it, you know. But no, nah, breathing's important, I think, just to really. It's, it's the biggest thing is, is, if you don't breathe, you die, don't you? So, uh, <laughs> is that what you said? Hey, fellas, just get up there, take, of the year. take a couple of breaths after <laughs> you score to Troy, and be thankful you're alive. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But um. Oh, connection, eh? That's the biggest one. But oh, I think it will bring teams together. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I should have got onto something there. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> you should have breathing with KarenReed.co.nz. Yeah. You should have painted it, mate. <laughs> wait, wait, Rita, tell yeah, us about your, your leadership, it's mate. It's been around for a long time. Unfortunately, it's been around for a fairly long time. The breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we were breathing years ago in those huddles, and now yeah. everyone's got onto it. And all blacks could do it. We should do it. Ah, it's great. Right, mate, tell us about the leadership and what you're trying to create, and tell us a bit about your courses that you're running, mate. Give give yourself a little plug before we let you go. Oh, mate, look, it's um, there's a few different things there. So you know, certainly can um, run people through like a little bit of a course, which is you know, it's aimed at business executives and and things. Um, a little bit of mentoring as well in that space, um, which is really kind of looking at um, a high-performing team and, and so how to sustain success at a, at a high level um, and then building a culture as well. So um, there's different things there. There's also a part of I'm doing some work to kind um, teach uh, kids and, and youth and a, a bit of kind of new leaders a, a few skills as well. And, um, so that's um, yeah, something that's, that's quite cool. cool awesome. Mate, what, in your, just quickly, in your eyes, what, what is a great leader? Like the, it's always spoken about leadership and, oh, he's a good leader or they're a good leader. You know, in your eyes, what makes a great leader? Yeah, look, I, I think anyone can be a great leader. You know, it's someone who, whose actions mm. people want to follow. And I think uh, you want to follow those people who are genuine and, and really who themselves, you know. So I think that's, that's the most important thing I, I, I see, uh, really knowing who you are and uh, projecting that. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Oh, mate, we'll let you get back to it. I know you're probably about to do the school drop-off. You're a dad now, mate. You've been a rugby player now. You're a full-time dad, husband, and you're at home doing all the chores. So we'll let you go, mate. Uh, but really appreciate you coming on the show, Rita. You're an absolute champion. Cheers, guys. No worries at all. There he is. There's a couple of bits of what gold there, is he? The There's a couple there of is. bits of gold there. Mm. Um the first one being breathing is important. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And um, then, the, then once he said it, he kind of heard himself say it and said, yeah, well, otherwise you'd die, right? Um, so that was good. That was great. <laughs> but actually, biggest takeaway, and here I am taking notes, refs have no freedom and the game is suffering. Mm. And yeah, we want the game to be fast, but essentially the game can't be fast if we're riffing these rules so hard to try and make it fast because you're stopping every time for the whistle and then the TMOs are getting involved and 
and that's a guy who could understand. Is he? How good was Rito about understanding the pace of a game as a captain, calming the boys down and letting them go? And, and how good did he have that pace under? You know, almost like a great jockey. He, he always seemed like a leader that could read where a game was going and when the boys needed to really step up. Well, he just never got flustered, mate. Mm. He always just had a bit of ease about him, just a real calmness, and that's what you want in those heat of the moments. You know, you can understand who's going to be good in, in the heat of the moment and just stay calm and stay focused. He was that that kind of style of leader and a very vocal leader too. Um, you know, like when he spoke, he spoke so clear, precise. The message was delivered right on the money. Um, and you could just hear that was the words, mate. He's, he's, he was one of my greatest captains, you know. Obviously, I've been skippered by some absolute champions he'll be right up there. Just, I think it was more off the field, like his ability to connect throughout the entire squad and, and, and get a real connection and use a family man so he understood, you know, what the what guys, what they had families were going through and just a real um, real connection throughout the entire squad. So, yeah, got a lot of time for him and there was some gravy in there and I think the biggest one was, was the, the conversation about the line-out and you asked a great question about contact in the year and... And then he's come back, look, cause it's a contest. It's a contest, and there's obviously legalities behind it. But that was, I, I feel that was a genuine fair contest. Adi Savia, the only thing that will, will go in his favour is he won the space. So he's obviously got in front of Scott Barrett. So Scott Barrett's had to reach through and grab it, and that's what makes it that debatable topic. But for me, I just think it was a great contest in, in the air, and um, they made that decision. But, yeah, you would have enjoyed that. And the NRL, mate. Going back to the NRL, how they officiate, and I'll be on that, mate. They have they've got it sorted. They're officiating the way that their game has flowed. I was play, I was watching the Broncos Roosters game on Friday night with a fellow Sky commentator, and he's an absolute champion. He was like, mate, look at this game. This is the greatest sport. Watching the NRL, just the flow, simple. There's none of that other stuff that's involved that's slowing down the game of rugby. That's just game being played and at a hell of a pace. Yeah. I'd, look, the takeout for me on that conversation there was was how he talked about it as a captain. He said, look, you probably would have taken um, the three points and taken it and try and won it in Golden Point. You know, that's that's the decision. The decision is the difference that he, as a you know captain of the All Blacks, said, well, you know, I, pro- I probably wouldn't have kicked it out. I probably would have taken the three and, and, and stretched it out and seen with, whether or not we could have won an extra time. So... Um, mate, I love. I just love talking to people like that. You know, he's he articulated uh, exactly what that conversation was about and came up with some some pearls. You know, just slow down, mate. It was a bad because what he's saying, mate. The decision was bad in the first place. We shouldn't have kicked it to the sideline. Should have taken three points. That's what I would have done. Mm. Yeah, bang on. Yeah, nah, you're on the money. And. Got another penalty here from Anton. Ah, message from Anton. Uh, Louis, you read it out. You read oh, it. I was just, just going to say, is he, <laughs> the, the texts are pretty relentless this morning as Cam Smith takes a shot back. So he goes back to seven under. McElroy, by the way, is on fire. He's four under out of nowhere. Um, Kempe's right 99 times out of 100. That's a penalty. Wow. Uh, especially with Northern Hemisphere and South African referee. Obviously not to be a one-eyed canter. Only way you can get away with touching the opposing shoulder uh, jumper is if you're shoulder to shoulder. Secondly, there was no more form because Artie was tackled in the air. So Barrett should have been penalised for not rolling away. Furthermore, as you saw in the Blues game, the refs go upstairs for a knock-on, which saw Romano go to the bin. So the precedent is there to go upstairs. That's what I was wondering about, Anton. So, look. Don't get stuck too much into the, the detail. Don't get bogged in the weeds here about the the line out jump. I think your Can point. Can you go look at it? Can you go look at it? Both both players have hands on the ball. 
Go look at it, please. Oh, I know I'm, you'll be angry Izzy, at me. Izzy, I'm with you. But I reckon go have a look at it. That's the one I can Tabby's talking about. <laughs> no, I, I think you're... I, look, <laughs> me. I think that's just a rugby... Hawks Bay. I think that's what you would call a, ru- a rugby play. It's just a, just something that happens in rugby. It can be messy sometimes. To Rito's point here, this mm. is Anton though still, to Rito's point here about Super Rugby being over-officiated, all the Northern Hemisphere footy, including Six Nations and World Cups, are far more over-officiated. Cheers. No, they're not, Ants. They're not. But mate, like, like I don't, I can't really, I couldn't disagree more. At the moment, what was the, the, the especially at the breakdown, the amount of penalties trying to keep it fast, it's, it's something I've never seen before. So I mean, you can, Anton, find me, find me it, and let us know. I mean, I love it. I just disagree. Anyway, twenty-one past eight this morning. It's good heat. Double eight, double three. We're all disagreeing this morning. That's <laughs> good. It's good heat. Love it. Cam Smith disagreeing with Scotty Scheffler going 11 under. Jeez, Scheffler looks icy out there. He looks like he's locked all the way in. In the Masters, round four, Masters morning on a Monday. How good is it? Back after this with Paulie Moati from the TAB. He will be watching this, and he'll have a hot take on who can win it from here. Let's get to him. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.